Sessions Upbeat with beatboxer, musician, speaker, and show host, Parker K. Hey guys, welcome to Upbeat, and thank you very much for being here and for listening in today. If you would, please follow the podcast wherever you're listening to it right now. And if you like the show, leave an Upbeat review that is always super appreciated, so thank you for that. Today's guest is Aaron Golub. He's a super cool dude, and it was an absolute blast having him here on Upbeat. Uh, and I was on his podcast too. His podcast is called Blind Ambition, uh, so be sure to look that up and go listen to that one as well. Again, it's called Blind Ambition. Aaron is the first legally blind athlete to play football in a Division I game, and he did that while he was playing football at Tulane University. He also went on to become an NFL free agent, which is just absolutely incredible. Today, Aaron is a really successful financial advisor, motivational speaker, keynote speaker, and podcast host. As I mentioned, he's got his podcast, Blind Ambition. But through it all, Aaron never let his limited vision get in the way of his success, and his goal now is to show others that it doesn't matter what their limitations are, it doesn't matter what things they're going through or what things they're fighting, anything is achievable with hard work, grit, determination, and tuning out the judgment of others. Absolutely love that message. Very powerful. And that's exactly what we get into in today's episode with Aaron Golub. Excited you're here. Thank you for being here listening, or if you're on YouTube, thank you for watching. Let's get into it. Aaron, thank you very much for being on Upbeat. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm super stoked to have you on the show. Uh, if you would, I love starting with stories and explaining to the listeners who the guests are. So if you don't mind just sharing with them uh, a little bit more about yourself and maybe how you got to where you are today. Yeah. So you know, my name is Aaron Golub. I'm legally blind. I was born with no vision in my right eye and very limited in my left. And, you know, I became the first legally blind division one athlete to play in a game when I played football at Tulane University, went on to become a team captain and NFL free agent. Now I'm a motivational keynote speaker, podcast host, and, you know, work in business as well. Absolutely incredible. Uh, and just to kind of break down your story, uh, take me pre-football, um, what made you want to play football and what made you so determined to to join that and to become as successful as you are? Yeah. So, you know, growing up, I played a bunch of different sports, you know, some on my own, some as part of a team, and I was never really good at, at most of them. And I wanted to find a sport that I could contribute, be a part of a team and, and play kind of one of the main sports. You know, I tried different ones growing up. I tried baseball, didn't really work too well. I tried basketball, wasn't my thing. And, and I found, fo- found football and I started playing seventh grade. And I started as an offense and defensive lineman at the time, you know, I was it was a good fit. It was fine. You know, I had to block the person in front of me. Everyone was still learning the game at that age. And then as I got older, you know, I realized I was you know, undersized and with my vision, I was never going to you know, play at a, a high level as a lineman. And so I you know, said to myself, what can I do to make it to a, a high level? And I found long snapping and I came to the realization that if I get good enough at this, then maybe I'll have an opportunity to play division one football. And then you you did that. <laughs> you went on to play Division One football, which is awesome. Um, what was that process like? You know, going through high school and stuff, and and I guess just putting in the amount of work to make that happen. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, for me, I, I came to the realization that if I was going to play at that level, I needed to work ten or twenty times harder than everyone else. It wasn't about being the hardest working person in practice. It was about doing things that other people don't do and doing things that no one has any idea that you're doing. And so I would wake up at 5 a.m. every day. I'd go long snap before school. I'd you know go to school, go to practice, lift weights every single day after school. 
I'd, you know, snap and lift on the weekends. I did whatever I could to get better and whatever, you know, worked when everyone else wasn't working. And that, that was my philosophy, you know, outwork everyone else. And, you know, fortunately I was able to do that and become one of the top ranked long snappers in the country and land myself on a division one team. That's so awesome. Um, and just as you were explaining that one question that came to mind is, were there any mentors or companions or teammates that, that really kind of had your back and were by your side through a lot of that? Or was a lot of this just really self-determination? I think there were definitely people who contributed to my success. Uh, you know, my parents were very, very helpful. You know, uh, my dad would snap with me most mornings and if he couldn't, my mom would drive me to school and then I'd snap at a net or a pole or something. And then, you know, different coaches along the way, you know, definitely helped me. And so I don't want to want to say that I did it on my own because I most certainly did not. But at the end of the day, the determination, the motivation for anything you do comes within. And I think that a lot of people rely on outside coaches or outside mentors or outside whatever to kind of push them forward and motivate them. But I think that, you know, when I do a speech for a group or a team, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, it can be the spark that can get you to, you know, move forward. But if you don't take action immediately, you know, within a week, it's not going to make a change in your life. You need to be the one to make the change. You need to want to be the one to take action. You need to be the one to be motivated. And so, you know, I just had the inner motivation to do something great and then achieve some high goals. Yeah. Well, and, that's the question too, is like, what motivates you to do that? Because it takes a lot of determination, a lot of determination, a lot of grit. And you had to have had like this number one motivator or maybe along the way that developed. Because um, I know now you're super passionate about encouraging others to be their best selves, you know, and to not let anything yeah. limit them. Um, when did that maybe happen where you learned that what you're doing could really inspire other people? You know, I had a lot of opportunities at a young age to do speaking engagements because of my story, you know, I was on Good Morning America, senior year of high school. I've been on, you know, ABC, NBC, ESPN, all, all of that. And so when I kind of graduated college, I stepped away from football, went to the world of business. And, you know, I, I wanted a way to continue to help others continue to make an impact. And I found that, you know, I had this experience of speaking. I have a great story. I can help a lot of people. And so... I started doing speaking in, in addition to my work in business. And, you know, I quickly learned that not only can it help others, but I can turn it into a, you know, a side income. I can make money doing it. I can brand myself. I can, you know, really make a big name for myself in this world. And so, you know, that's still in the process of happening. I'm still growing. I'm nowhere near where I want to be. But, you know, I've been able to help a lot of people and, you know, turn my story and my name into a brand in the process. Yes. Well, and this is maybe kind of an odd question, but are you uh, someone who likes to be in front of the camera or not so much? Like was some of that attention kind of hard to, to deal with? So it's funny because when I was younger, I did not like it at all. I hated it. Now I love it. Um, when I was a senior in high school and I got the call to go on Good Morning America, I, I almost didn't go. I didn't want to go. And a coach told me that, you know, if you can help one other person and make you know their life better by sharing your story, then do every interview that comes your way. And ever since then, I've done every interview that comes my way. And it was some of the best advice I've ever been given. And it, it, it basically you know, it really forced me to become a decent speaker overnight because I got the call like 24, 36 hours before. And 
I had to make a decision and, you know, I had to become a decent speaker overnight, essentially. I was either going to sink or swim. And in that situation, most people swim. And so back then I didn't like it. I, I, I was not into the attention. I, the attention, I want to play football. I didn't want to be known for my story. Now I love it. Now I'm trying to build a brand as a speaker. I'm, I'm trying to be one of the most well-known and sought after keynote speakers in the world. And so, you know, I, I love it. And it's, it's not because I love it you know, because I think that it can bring me money or income, you know, yes, it can do that, but I love it because every time I speak, every time I do a podcast, every time I do whatever I'm helping others, I'm impacting others. If, if a one person can be impacted by coming on your show today, then I'm happy that I came on your show today. Yes. I love that. Well, and just specifically with podcasting and I guess YouTube too, or anything that is filmed or recorded, it lives on for a really long time. So even if you don't like impact someone right out the gates, it's there forever and it'll touch yep. someone at some point, which is awesome. Yeah, 100%. Well, let's talk uh, some life lessons too, maybe learned from football. Um, that's something that got me kind of curious when, when researching more about you is I saw that you're also a financial advisor and you've gone on to now be a speaker and to have your own podcast, Blind Ambition. What are some of the lessons that maybe you learned during football that have really helped you in those other pursuits? I think there's, you know, a really uh, a few main things, you know, be the hardest working person in whatever room you step foot into, be the most creative person in whatever room you step foot into and don't listen to anyone else's opinion besides your own. And when you can do those things, when you can be the hardest working person, be the most creative person and only listen to your own opinion, there's nothing that you can't accomplish. The reason that most people don't accomplish their goals is because they either are not working hard enough, plain and simple, and they think they are, but they're really not. They can't think outside the box. And because of that, they can't become creative or they get too wrapped up on what other people think. And I think that's the hardest part because that's what stops people from really achieving their goals. People get wrapped way too much up in other people's opinions, worrying that other people are judging them. And when you can just take a step back and realize that like at the end of the day, no one really cares about what you do. They, you know, might think of you, about you for a second, but no one's like really thinking about you for a long time. Like everyone thinks they are, then you can accomplish your goals because you can just kind of tune all that out. Yeah. That's a really good point. Um, I feel like especially these days with technology and social media and things the way they are, it's just like this constant, um, maybe comparison competition that isn't even as bad as we think it is. We, we tell ourselves that it's a lot worse than it is. One example is my own example, but when I like, I'm a chubby dude, I need to get to the gym. Right. But one thing that's stopped me at the gym is like, Oh, well, what if someone's looking at me funny or making fun of me when I'm at the gym? When what you said, truth is no one really cares. <laughs> no one's and, watching and, and that. The thing, the thing there is like, even if someone declines at you for a second, like, who cares? They're going to go back to their workout and two seconds later, they're going to forget about you. Or like they're most likely self-conscious about something else, you know, with them. I think for a long period of time, I was self-conscious about the fact that in public, you know, I look at my phone really close to my face, you know, I hold it up and it looks like I'm sniffing my phone essentially. And, you know, that was, you know, hard for me mentally, I think for a time, but at the end of the day, like who cares, you know, it, it doesn't, doesn't, it does not matter. I have other qualities that are amazing. And I just, I, I've learned to just not care. You know, I can be in the gym and I can check, you know, look at my phone and say, okay, what do I have next on a set? And it, it just doesn't bother me. You know, I, most likely people are not looking, but even if they are, you know, who cares? 
I absolutely love that message. Um, we'll probably try to find a title somewhere along those lines for this episode, because I think that's a really big, important message for people to hear these days. Resonates with me, and I hope that it resonates with a lot of the listeners as well. Um, let's talk um, positivity, right? Just staying upbeat, staying motivated. I'd imagine, uh, and I don't know, I played some football, not a ton, and I wasn't something I was super passionate about, but... I know for a lot of my friends, like when we'd go to football practice, it almost felt kind of like a drag or there was, there was those days where we were running laps and no one wanted to, you know? And so in those moments where maybe things get kind of hard, how do you stay upbeat, positive, optimistic, and just keep going, going forward? You have to think about two things. You need to think about your goal and what you want to accomplish and you need to fall in love with the process. You know, I don't, I don't love everything I do every single day now. I don't, I didn't love running and doing everything that I did with football, but you know, if you love the process, if you could learn to love the process, that'll make things a lot easier for you because, you know, whether it be sports, whether it be business, entrepreneurship, ever that it's hard. And, you know, there's great rewards at the end if you follow through with it, but you're never going to follow through unless you learn to love the process. I think that's so important because, you know, there's things every single day that I don't want to do. And there's, there's prospecting and outreach and, and branding and, and, you know, marketing and just stuff that I just, I don't want to do. I want to, you know, be talking with clients, be talking with prospects, be doing speaking engagements, you know, things like that. And it just, that's not possible to solely be doing all of that at the moment. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I know exactly who I am and who I want to become. And, you know, I know the steps that I need to take to get there. And because of that, I'm in love with the process because I know if I continue to follow these steps, those goals and the person that I want to be will happen down the road. Yeah. Well, and something that comes to mind is just having a vision, right? Of where you want to go and having a plan, which I know is something that you're very familiar with and that you did, that you, you had a plan to become uh, as successful as you are. And so maybe what are some tips for listeners who they, they have a goal in mind and they just need a little boost in, in helping themselves create a plan to get there. They become really clear on what you want, become really clear. And then, you know, just, just figure out what the steps you need to take together are, figure out your daily non-negotiables, whether it be your business, non-negotiables, your personal non-negotiables, create an Excel spreadsheet and every single day check off what you do. And that becomes really obvious if you're you're on your way towards your goal or not you know i have an excel spreadsheet that's broken into personal and business non-negotiables and i have to do those things every day and so at the end of a week or at the end of a day or at the end of a month it becomes really obvious why i achieved a goal if everything's checked off or why i didn't achieve a goal if like 50 percent of things are checked off it just i either did the work or i didn't it's plain and simple and so if you can come up with some sort of system like that you know that's what works for me it's not going to work for everything everyone i think it probably will work for a lot of people because it's it's in my opinion a pretty good system but come up with something like that to, to track and and make things obvious then it just it becomes easy because you see when you're succeeding and failing Love that. Very good advice. Actionable advice. Um, moving forward, I think one thing I, I really wanted to cover um, was just what is, what is your favorite thing to speak about? Because now I know that you've got your podcast and you do mm-hmm. a lot of public speaking and that's with all kinds of different audiences, I'm sure. But what's your yeah. favorite thing to speak about? I think probably just perseverance. You know, I think my favorite audience, I love talking to, you know, 
college football teams. I think it just, it's, it's something that I really enjoy. It's just the area that I, that I love, you know, I enjoy talking to companies. I enjoy talking to schools. I enjoy talking to organizations, but you know, if I'm going to get really fired up for something like, you know, I, I love talking to college football teams. It's, it's, it's the best. Love that. Well, Aaron, thanks again for being on Upbeat. I, I have this last little segment takes about five minutes or so. I call it the Upbeat Seat. Uh, are you cool if we run through that real quick? Yeah. Aaron, what makes you Upbeat? I think that my personality and my you know, willingness to you know always try new things and, and accomplish my goals. Who is your number one influence or inspiration? Yeah. I mean, I think that there's a lot of people in my life who have been very, very inf- influential. You know, I think that, you know, my parents, my sister, you know, every, everyone in my life has been very influential on me. You know, I think there's other people outside of that that are very influential kind of in the tactical side of like my business and my speaking. But, you know, in my overall life, those are kind of definitely the most influential people that I have. What music do you listen to to stay upbeat and motivated? Honestly, that just really depends on on what I'm feeling. I'm, I'm very uh, have a wide range of things I listen to, whether it be you know rap, pop, rock, uh, country, and and I mean I just it depends on my mood. I, I don't really have a one genre. It kind of just depends what I'm doing, honestly. Same here. I'm full. I love music, and I feel like it's hard to put just one favorite song artist genre any of it <laughs> yeah no i everyone you know whenever i get the question like what's your favorite song or artist i'm the, i'm the worst person to ask that to like i just <laughs> i don't have an answer i just i like music i like all types of music i don't have a favorite what is your favorite word wow um i don't think i've ever been asked that question <laughs> i guess uh commitment maybe commitment i love that one uh, do you have any favorite TV shows or anything right now that you're watching? No favorite TV shows. Um, I'd say my favorite podcast to listen to right now is probably uh, Ed Milet's podcast. I love that. Listen to it on a weekly basis. Have you ever met him or been on his show or anything? I have not. I uh, definitely someone I'd like to meet in the future. And, uh, you know, I think one of my things is I surround myself with people connected to people that I want to meet. And I know that I'm one degree away from him and one day I will meet him, but uh, it's not the right time. And I'm not going to ask the people who could connect me to him to connect me to him at the moment. Yep. I feel that man. We just keep grinding, keep doing our podcasts, keep, keep doing our thing. And eventually, uh, eventually we circle around to the people that we really admire. (laughs) Exactly. Awesome. Well, before we head out, um, just wanted to ask your favorite social media as well and where people can find you. Yeah. So on social media, you can find me on Instagram at Aaron J. Golub. Uh, same with Twitter at Aaron J. Golub. And LinkedIn is just my name, Aaron Golub. You can find me there. So really anywhere, you know, send me a message. I'll respond. Um, and yeah, happy to chat. Awesome. Would definitely encourage reaching out to Aaron. Uh, I'll make sure to have links and everything in the descriptions. Uh, To send this out, I usually like to beatbox the guest's names. So I'll go ahead and do a quick beatbox for you. Sounds good. Aaron Gullah.
That's awesome, man. Not sure how much of it comes through because on Zoom it can get kind of choppy, but uh, I have it recorded on this end too, so I'll be sure to send that to you. <laughs> Very cool. Awesome. Well, is there anything else you'd like to hit on this podcast before we sign off? No, I think that's it. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Aaron, for being on Upbeats. Have a good one. So there you have it, my interview with Aaron Golub. We'd love to connect with you. You can find me on my website, parkerkane.co, parkerkane.co, and Aaron on his website, aarongolub.com, www.aarongolub.com. If you enjoyed the episode or got value from this episode, guys, please share it with a friend and leave an upbeat review. That is always much appreciated. You guys are the best. I'll see you next week. This is Upbeat with beatboxer, musician, speaker, and show host, Parker K. Subscribe at parkerk.co.